When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Benji Bloom, and Andy Brant Bernard. We'll be right back. We're going to find out if Benji is nicer than his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Mitch for years. A great guy. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Oh, that's right. we got to go with Dougie here. Walzer Walzer.com Live, baby. So we're going to record a commercial for the morning show after the podcast today, but we might as well talk about what it is. It's kind of fun. It's for our two Nissan stores, Burnsville and Coon Rapids, and they're having a secret sale for KQ listeners. What do you mean? This, what? They're having a secret sale. I what thought it was kind of creepy. Secret cre- sale? They got Are a sign-and-drive really? lease on uh, Altima all-wheel drives and Rogue all-wheel drives, but they're not going to tell the payment. You have to go to their website and type in KQ, and it'll all open up. It'll be up and running tomorrow. I like it. should be kind of fun. should be interesting. So go to... The website, even if you're not going to buy a car and type in KQ like 50,000 times, the attribution will be fabulous. Yeah, it'll be amazing. And then it'll be the sales department's fault that they don't sell any cars. We had 50,000 leads! Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? One guy in a basement in Russia. Get your head off your head. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So check it out tomorrow if you're interested. It actually is a really, really good deal, and it's only for KQ listeners. It's on all-wheel drive Altima's. Or all-wheel drive rogues. It's a sign-and-drive lease, and Walzer, that means absolutely no money out of your pocket. So it'll be up and running tomorrow. If you're interested, go to those websites and check it out. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. You know, I've never had this before. I just grabbed one today. Celsius Live Fit Sparkling Grape Rush. Apparently it's got, like, caffeine in it. Does it come in men's, or...? (laughs) You see what I have to put up with, Benji? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Okay, so I want to establish. Um, 
I've known your father, God, how many years? Many, many years. Since uh, Golden Valley, since he... Then when did he join? Joined about about a decade ago. Yeah, it was about 10 yeah, years. About I thought it was about ago. 10 years That's, ago. I remember he brought that up to me. I can't believe it. Were you like two there. when? <laughs> I was about 13 years old. You were 13 and you're 23 old. now. Yep. So um, Mitch is this really, he's not really soft-spoken. He's just a very polite, very courteous person. Don't you think your father's very courteous? Oh, very absolutely. Polite? He absolutely. Really is. And he's friends yeah. with you? Mm-hmm. I know. It's kind of a balance. <laughs> it kind of gives a balance to the universe. Hey, there's a good guy, and look, look at the prick he's with. Yeah. <laughs> so... So Mitch, I've known for a long time, a very nice guy. We talk about this and the other thing. And a couple of weeks ago, he came over and said, you know, I've got a son, Benji, and you're interested. You, you Now, I, I, this is for Doug, because I, I said, I think Benji wouldn't mind getting in the radio business. And he went, why the hell does he want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you do want to get in the radio business? I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. But you already did a podcast now. You already uh, hosted a podcast. Yeah, I used to, went back at school at University of Kansas, we had a college radio station. I would say one of the top college radio stations in the country, 90.7 mm-hmm. KJHK. And we have this state-of-the-art studio that just got um, uh, put in about a few years back at the uh, Kansas Union. And we were able to... Um, go live on air, have our own radio, and also have a few studios uh, where we can record podcasts. Oh, that's cool. a good plan. Yeah. That's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, so we we hit so many different forms of media on uh, with the, so the radio was, station. What so. was your podcast about? So I would cover local music uh, around Lawrence and Kansas City. So I would bring in artists um, and do interviews. Uh, we'd had have a co-host for a little bit. And we would just talk about things that are going around in the town. And um, so do you mind language, man? Mm-hmm. You're only 23. Do you mind language at all? You went to college. Uh-huh. Went no, to college. but I just got to do. He's a friend of mine's son. I, I can't just start swearing in do front of him. Do you know my dad? <laughs> <laughs> well, ooh, I like that. There you go. Right. Go ahead. Did you ever used to go to Arthur Bryant's at all in Kansas City? Oh yeah, I actually tried it for the first time uh, about a month back. It's, oh. I love the I love the feeling in there. Phenomenal. You, yeah. So, you, you walk in, you know the food's going to be good. There's a reason I asked you about the language part. So I go there for the very first time, and this was 30, God, probably 40 years ago. Yeah. We go to Arthur Bryant's, and we're standing in line, and you get, you get a, like a school lunch tray, and then they put a piece of paper on there, and they put the ribs on there and some fries or what else, you know, coleslaw. Whatever you're going to get goes on that tray. It's how it used to be. I don't know if it still is. Maybe yeah. it, it might be. So I order a rack of ribs and some fries and some coleslaw. It's like almost exactly what I got. Yeah, yeah it's that phenomenal. Exactly what I got. So well, you I wouldn't finish. order the fish. No, yeah. I'm not going to order the fish. So I finish the meal and I'm about to leave. So I bring my tray back, and as I'm putting it in the little you know cleanup area or whatever it is, one of the cooks turns to the other one and goes. I told you that motherfucker could eat. <laughs> <laughs> it was phenomenal. I, have a, I, have a I just started laughing. I have a Lawrence, Kansas story. I had a friend Ooh, in college. And she was a girl, not a girlfriend, and she lived right outside of uh, KC. And I went down there to visit her. And he, he, you're too young. You probably don't know who Commander Cody and the Lost Planet Airmen are. They were a big, popular swing band in the 70s and 80s. Yep. Had a big hit called Hot Rod Lincoln. Well, he's playing at this club in Lawrence, and it's a heat wave, so it's like 105 degrees outside oh, yeah. at night. Normal. And I don't know if they still Normal. have it, but there's these weird drinking rules in, in Kansas back then where it, it, you had to be a club member to drink alcohol, and you sat up on the second floor, but you could drink beer. 
without being a club member. You were at the Granada, I have a feeling. Yeah. You were at the big, the bigger um, it probably venue held there. 800 people, So the, the upstairs is where you could actually buy, I think, harder alcohol. Maybe back right. then. You can do it now. Yeah, You can I, do I it now downstairs, change. yeah. But so it's 105 outside, and the air conditioning broke. Oh. Oh, it's commander, God. It's, oh. And it's Commander Cody's birthday, and he gets hammered and puts on two hours of just a phenomenal classic really? rock. Not classic rock. Rockabilly Americana yeah, show. Right. He had this bitchin' guitar player, and we we drank about, between the two of us, probably six uh, pitchers of beer, never went to the bathroom once. It was so hot, it would just oh, pour God, out. Yeah. It had to be 115 <laughs> degrees in there, but oh. it was a great show. It really was. Yeah, yeah. The, the Granada, you go into that venue, you can't expect there to be really any air conditioning because of how like tight-packed it is. Like, so they kept it the same since 1978, oh, yeah, apparently. No, yeah, absolutely. It's same Ceiling deal. caving in and everything. It's great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. No so, doubt. Tim, Timmy's with us. I am. Hello, Tommy and Doug, and is it Benji? Yes. Benji Bloom, yeah, exactly. Uh, my friend Mitch's son is here. Uh, so, Timmy. You want to talk yes, about sir. Kindergarten Cop? Uh, we want, yes, we want to talk to you about <laughs> Kindergarten Cop because these guys don't know what happened with Kindergarten Cop. Oh, dear I have God. an inkling of what happened, but. As bad as it got? I don't know how bad it got. It got I just bad. Know that do you have the story, Tommy, or do you want me to oh, run down the dirty details? I want you to tell details. the story because I want to tell them to go screw themselves after you're done. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing I said, well, before I came on the air this morning, Doug, uh, they were talking about the Babylon Bee, and I was talking about how I got a story for you guys that sounds like it's from the Babylon Bee, but it's actually true. Uh, the Northwest Film Center in Portland is doing some sort of drive-in series featuring films that were important to Oregon film history. And one of those films was Kindergarten Cop. Um, But this got the attention of a local author named Lois Levine. Lois, Uh, exactly. He responded with some tweets that took issue with the film's depiction of police and schools, saying Mm -hmm. films like Kindergarten Cop are relics of how pop culture feeds racist assumptions. Oh, she also says... I'm guessing she's so not a better. porn writer. <laughs> it, rom- it says it romanticizes over-policing in the U.S. Uh, there's, here's the great quote. Uh, Criminalizing of children increases dramatically when cops w- work in schools, Levine says. Yes, Kindergarten Cop is only a movie. So are Birth of a Nation and Gone with the Wind. But we recognize films like those that are not good family fun. She compared it to Birth of a Nation. <laughs> you know that? Film? I know Birth of a Nation. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, it's one of my favorite all time. So, Kindergarten Cop and the Ku Klux Klan killing black yeah, people. For real. Okay. Well, whatever, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and they did cancel the film, they yanked the film from yes, the. Uh, that's from the, that's the kicker right there. Uh, and, you know, again, these people protest things. Honestly, she probably never saw the film. Because if she did, Schwarzenegger's an undercover cop posing as a kindergarten teacher. Right. I don't recall him arresting any kids in that movie. He like joked saying, around Tom, about it. He joked around about it because a kid kept busting on it, busting his balls. You know, starting yes. with that. Is it a tumor? That kid. And he yeah. only did it as a joke. He didn't. He didn't, like... 
do it officially as a cop. It was a joke, for Christ's sake. Yeah, it's just, you know, you know. Settle down. And so they caved, and like I was telling Tommy this morning, I, when I read the story to my wife, she said, after she heard the, the festival canceled the picture, she said, get some balls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was she talking to you? Oh, yeah, me too. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God, Talk believe me, I've heard that one long before this. <laughs> you and me both, pal. You and me both. This is the way things go. But so yeah. the madness continues. You wonder how far is it going to well, go? I mean, it's Portland. It's like yeah. Yeah, it's like diving into a septic tank and saying, "Wow, this smells worse than I thought." <laughs> but as Zepp was pointing out. Yeah, well, they're also playing Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, for, so it's okay to be high, high in high school. You know, I, I watched that, rewatched it a fine. few months ago with my daughter, who was, uh, she wasn't quite 17 yet. That movie's terrible. Which movie? <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont well, High. Yeah, terrible. I hadn't, wa- I hadn't watched it since it came yeah, it's out. terrible. I'm like, ah, Ellie, you'll really enjoy this. It's kind of the take on high school. I'm like... Yeah. Well, there's so many things, even from my childhood, that you know I go back and watch, and I'm like, wow, this aged really badly. Yeah. Well, Benji has to go back like what three, four months to your yeah. childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all locked. you're about right. You are about right. <laughs> you're about we're, right with that. We're ordeal. all actually jealous. You know what I like about today's show is we have somebody in their twenties, thirties. Then after that, it gets <laughs> and some and other more. decades. Some other decades for mm-hmm. a couple there. Uh, well, I'm, I'm 55. Yeah, so, so we the only Youngster, one we're missing would no be 40s. the 40s. There's nobody in their 40s. Mm. So I to get a take on all these things from from you know four or five four different generations do is phenomenal. Have, we don't have any Not regulars that are in their 40s, do we? I don't. I think was so. kind of hoping, Tommy, mm. you would say that I was in my 40s. But well, I was going to ask you, aren't you in your 40s, Tim? <laughs> You're 41, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 41 I'm 41. I have been for the last 14 years. But what I like about that is that it allows Kostaki. you. Eh, he's got to be in his 40s. 40s yeah, I would, yeah, so I might Kostaki be able to find that out. Let's see here. But Kostaki's not on today, so we'd have to call him and get him out of bed. Uh, he just turned 50 in December. Uh, he did? Damn, we missed the cut. Man. Kostaki. You know, You're Kostaki done. got an oh, awful I did comedian. not know that he yeah. was born on oh, Christmas. Yeah. He's born, yes, he was born on Christmas. A nice Greek boy born on Christmas Day. That might be why. Was he really? Yeah. My birthday's Christmas Day. Did it really? Wow. Your birthday's Christmas Day? Well, look at that. Yeah. How funny is that? Both me and Christopher. Interesting. And Jesus. Yeah. I was going to say that might be why his middle name is Christos, but he's Greek, so I mean. Yeah. It's going to be Christos. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. Every Greek man's middle we gotta name. we got to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with the crew. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy, at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great (laughs) it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to <laughs> North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Timmy Lammers with us. So, Timmy, we have four generations, basically five generations uh, on the show in a row here. Well, I mean, generation is more than ten years. No, actually, yeah, you're right. That decades. I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean generations. You'd be I decades. I'd be a millennial, um, and then you. I'm a boomer. All three of you are boomers. I think. Yes. Yeah. I'm so, at, right at the edge of the boom. Yeah. Oh, you are. You six. You were born '64. We got no. Yes. Uh, we got no. Yeah, Christmas uh, Day '64. Yeah. No Gen X representation. I cannot believe you were born the the year and about a couple of months after the Beatles appeared first on the Ed Sullivan Show. <laughs> oh my God, that was well, fifty years ago now. You know, it was God. weird. Um, I always thought that it's fun to know what song was number one when you were born. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I was thinking, uh, the way I just read the date wrong, I thought it was I Feel Fine, but it was actually Come See About Me, The Supremes. Oh, but yeah. I Feel Fine oh, was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I Feel Fine I was maybe kicked out of the spot the week before, something weird. Yeah, yeah, so uh, The Supremes were the reigning Supremes. supreme when I was born. You know The Supremes at all, Benji? I know a little bit. A trio. Yeah. The reason I even bring it up as is much what? as anyone born I used to work yeah, for Cap right, 70. Exactly. I used to work for Capitol Records for seven years back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. And we were at the old Met Center, where the old, you know, where, yep. where the, the Mall of America, the Mall of America, America is, is now. Home plate. Exactly, mm-hmm. that whole deal. So so we're there, and uh, we're backstage, and, and they said, would you mind all staying? Because, you know, Diana Ross, lead singer of the Supremes, wants to come and say thank you to everybody. We're like, Jesus, that's unusual for somebody as big a star as she is, international superstar. So we all waited there for a while. All of a sudden the door opens, and here she comes wearing a cape. And she walks in the room and whips her cape off like it's a you know bullfight kind of deal. And she goes, I love you all so much. Turned around and left. She impressed me. She'd be kind of a diva. I would oh have. yeah. Oh, she's very much a diva. Now, here's nice the interesting woman. thing. Nice have you ever have you seen the show Blackish? A little bit of it, yeah. The yeah, mom yeah. on that show is Diana Ross's daughter. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't Who know seems that. completely non-diva-ish? I don't yeah, know much no. about her. But. A Tracy Ross, right? Is yeah. Tracy Ross. She's yeah, there was a movie nice earlier this deal. summer, a video on demand. Tracy Ellis Ross played a singer, and for the first time professionally, we got to hear her sing. I mean, what a that's something to live up to, huh? She Your mom's so Diana Ross. Is yeah. she any good? Yeah, she's, yeah, not she's bad. good. I mean, you know, you just, yeah, it's hard not to think of Diana, but no, and, and her voice is nothing like Diana Ross's at all. No. So, Tim, 
Yeah. Uh, before he came on, we talked about the fact that Benji, who's in studio with us, 23-year-old Benji Bloom, wants to get into radio, and Doug is su- suggesting he go see a psychiatrist instead. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we were going to get him drunk. That was the original <laughs> plan. Drunk, put him on the air. Dad, it was great. I've been <laughs> suffering from the sickness since uh, 1992 myself. So, uh, what do you But think, just remember, Doug? Benji, the most important thing, always have a movie guy. On your <laughs> <laughs> Drop a little hint oh, there. have a movie, no matter where you end up. That's a, so. What kind of radio do you want to do, Benji? Uh, well, one of the one of the bigger ones that um, I really enjoyed. There was a uh, actually a hip hop station that was in Kansas City that I was getting ready to knock on their door, but yeah. it just took. It was taking so long to um, figure things out, so I kind of decided to come back to Minneapolis mm-hmm. and um, you know expand my network this way so. is that what you wanted to do you want to do like hip-hop hip-hop radio uh any kind of like talk radio as well i i would there's a big jump between hip-hop and talk radio. i know i know i know <laughs> well, I well know. going into um podcasting was uh, was something that i was doing right, um, right beforehand so um getting on a mic i can i can talk anyone's ear off I feel like so. Um, That's a possibility. I yeah, can see that. Yeah, I, I, I can just, I can That's ramble a bit. Right. When, I, when I was working at the <laughs> ra- college radio station. Laugh it up. See, right. look at the lady laughing over there. <laughs> well, I was, when I was working at the college radio station, I'd have artists come in and do interviews, and I'd get calls in, and they'd be like, get back to the music, please. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, I think I still get that over cake. <laughs> After 35 years, cake. Jack, you can we hear music, that new uh, one by Boston? Yeah, probably true. Um... <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, it, it, I I don't know. Has a white guy ever worked at KMOJ? Does that ever happen? I don't know. Because I know Zany, the program director, the nicest guy in the world. Zany yeah. is as nice a guy as you'd it's ever want to be. It's kind of a meet. cool station, actually. It is back in the day. Yeah. Like, can I tell my story again? Go ahead. It's a great story. KQRS back in the day, KMOJ, which for new listeners or whatever is the is the what used to be the R and B station. It's a public radio station. Uh, so, therefore, they need all the donations they can get. So, we, KQRS, bought them a transmitter, a brand-new transmitter. And I get a call one day from a guy over there. He goes, hey, Tommy, we got a problem. I said, what's the problem? He goes, they just repossessed the transmitter. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, somebody refinanced it and then didn't oh, pay them. No. So oh, no. They don't even know who did it. it wasn't, I don't even know if it was anybody they that worked there. can't trace it back just, or anything. Yeah. They can't trace that back. I guess not. I, I don't know. repossess a transmitter? Well, it, it must have been a pretty si- small one. Well, it's about the size of a refrigerator. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm thinking yeah, refri- like... Transmitters are not very big anymore. But Well, especially for, uh, what, a 30-watt station, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of No, I'm not kidding. I think that's about what it 30 is. 30 watts? I showed you that picture of a young woman that works at 12 feet. That's, no, it's good for 15 miles or so. So talk stations, with KSTP doesn't do talk anymore. KSTP AM doesn't do talk anymore, right? Who does talk it's, now? Well, it's ESPN or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they, they oh, moved it, it all ESPN. over to basically a podcast. You know, Sister yeah. and all those that's, guys yeah. are. It's it's still it's close to radio, but it isn't quite. Sushray's show does very well, though. Yeah, they do really well. Yeah. One of these days, I have to get off my ass. He wanted me to come on the show, and I I got to get over there. But I don't. I'm working all the time when he's on. So yeah. I don't know what to do about that. But what Benji would probably. The best thing to do is just introduce you to all these people and see where things, you know, develop. Because they're going to need, uh, there are very few people your age that want to get into radio. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just a fact, which is really good for you. I mean, that's a wonderful <coughs> thing. And it's that old deal, if Doug and I can make it, anybody can. So oh, yeah, I'm a huge radio personality. 
What are you, you talking know, just, about? They line up. I'm curious. I mean, obviously, Tommy and I, we both went to Brown. Mm-hmm. So is, is he only entryway into radio now through college or in Minnesota? Or what, what's the deal? Do you know the answer to that, Benji? Uh, well, college radio def- definitely is a good way to yeah. get your foot in the door, but it's about knowing people, I would say. Yeah, I'm sure Because Brown true. was nine months. I mean, that was a certificate in broadcast. Right. And Brown went away how many years ago, Tom? I mean. Oh, it's been a long time. Now, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, even yeah. So not to take a swipe at Brown, but, you know, it seemed like kind of a money-making thing. Yeah. In pro audio, there's all these schools. You have to be an audio engineer, and they right, pretty right. much just take kids' money. So is would it have been possible to learn what you guys learned at Brown in three months instead of nine? Um, no, about three. Three days. Okay. That was kind of what I was getting. <laughs> About three days. Well, my problem, Doug, was I graduated from college, I don't know how many years before that, until I discovered, ah, this isn't for me, So I, I, which was political science, by the way. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I went back. So, no, I, I, the thought never crossed my mind to do any sort of radio broadcasting. Oh, it never did. Because, hmm. well, and, you know, don't tell your dad I told you this, okay? He's going to hear this. Oh damn! It. Uh, I got thrown out four times. A brown? A brown? I know it's really hard oh. to believe that I've been thrown out of a. So what were the various <laughs> offenses? Do you remember? Got fired. Uh, they yelled at me one day because I came in not wearing a tie because you used to have to wear a tie to school every day. Oh yeah, you had to wear a tie mm, every day, right? Wow. <clears throat> so I came and I forgot. It wasn't that I did it on purpose? I just forgot to wear a tie. And right in front of the whole damn class, he's like, going after me, and you need to follow the rules, and we know your history, and, you know, whatever. So I showed up the next day wearing seven ties, and they threw me out of school for two. No, I, got a, I got a week off of Breck for doing the same thing. Oh you God. did, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I graduated in 76, and Walter Mondale was Carter's running mate in the summer of 76, and he was going to sure. speak at our graduation. It was only 60 kids. And they had a big deal, like a practice, because a vice president is mm-hmm. coming. So the day before, and their assistant headmaster who really ran the school is like, I want to see all you boys in sport coats and ties, and anybody doesn't wear this kind of just, you know, he's getting on us. So me and about five of my friends showed up in sports coat and ties, uh, underwear and no shirts. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we get a little time off for that. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have right in at Brown. <laughs> yeah, you and me going to Brown together would have worked out really, really well. That would have been terrific. But you were graduating. Yeah. Oh, you were already on your way no, out. No, I know. I yeah, was already. I I, go I, out with the bank. What is there to lose? I was the, go out the only bank. student, and I think they call it a break year now. I just called it, I'm moving to Arizona with my girlfriend. I was the only student in my class that didn't go into college. And oh, really? Gap year. Gap year, yeah. And R.T. Ryback's mom was the guidance counselor, and I think I, I put 10 years on that poor woman in a year because, you know, she's like, <laughs> I don't have a perfect record. This, you really, maybe you should try the Navy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you should try the Navy. Yeah. I like that. So what was Walter's speech called? How to be a prick? I was a 17-year-old kid. I had no interest in politics. Yeah, for real. I'm I, just asking. Was, you should have known the Led name Zeppelin was still hot back then, Ooh, so I, I was more Zeppelin, interested man. in Led Zeppelin than Walter Mondale. I love Led Zeppelin. No doubt about that. So we're going to get this. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to James about this, and probably Shelly. Shelly's the general manager, or the, or the market manager. She's not a general. She's like a big deal. Vice the closer. President. The closer, we call her, because she knows everybody in this business mm-hmm. and if there is anything cooking she will definitely not know so yeah i know the whole the freeze and everything uh, oh because with, of COVID, yeah. yeah with COVID yeah, it's gonna everything. be it's gonna be tough until after after the first of the year 
Yeah. You know, just nobody's. I'm still not working at the station. I, I do the morning show from here too. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, they don't want anybody near the building, and this building is huge. There, what about three people in the building, and there's like 85 studios. Yeah, the, the parking lot's starting to fill up. No, I'm talking about over KQ. Oh, KQ. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a big. Well, do you know? Do you know Sonia Ungerman? Yeah. You know that name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been friends with her son since. Like I was in preschool, so I've known her for a while, and right. uh, she helps me with a ton of stuff. She's great. great oh, she person. does. Yeah, well, she's awesome. She's I awesome. mean, if you want to do it, I'm I'm almost certain that you can get into the business, and as you go along there, you can just tell them, you know, be nice to me, or Uncle Tom will come over and kick your ass. So that'd be <laughs> that's a good part of that. Oh, we got to take a break again. We'll be right back. All right, after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. I'm holding a drink in my hand called Grape Rush. It's delicious. It's sparkling water. Grape Rush. It's grape flavor. It's called Celsius Live Fit or Live Fit. I don't know. It's probably Live Fit, I would, I would guess, probably. Uh, we just checked on it. It's got uh, 10 calories in it, but it has 200 milligrams of caffeine. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy crap. That's a lot of caffeine, man. Yeah, that is a lot of caffeine. Coffee is yeah about ninety five. So two cups of coffee. Okay, coffee's only. I thought it was only like fifty or something. No, I had no. I idea can't drink that from. then. Two <laughs> cups of coffee is so much. No, that that right there. That's you just a lot. Get too jacked that, up. I just get yeah. I get yeah. jittery. Yeah, I can see that happening. I'm just. How much did Jolt Cola have? Jolt Cola. I forgot oh, about. Oh yeah, I drank one of those. I woke up with the worst heartburn I've ever felt in my life. I only saw one guy drinking that. He was coming out of a convenience store. I don't know if it was a holiday or a speedway or whatever, but it must have been. You know, it was probably a, a Super America because back then, yeah, Super America. And he comes walking out. And he's got a, <laughs> he's got a Jolt Cola. And as I'm walking by, I look at me. Hey, Jolt Cola, you like that? And he goes, "Fucking amps, you man." <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. it, one bottle contains just under 300 milligrams. Oh. Wow. So yeah, amp you. Yes, it'll amp you, ladies it'll and gentlemen. It'll amp you, all right. So that's three cups of coffee all at once. Yeah. Jesus. If you drink one of those battery ones, the big ones. The battery? They look like batteries. Oh, oh, don't do drink those? anything with a battery. That looks like a battery. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose Jolt. They were trying to get cute with it. Oh, yeah. The Jolt battery. Get it? Well, it's, it's like a, an interesting thing is everyone my age thought that Surge was like the thing you drink to get super wired, but... Surge actually didn't have that much caffeine in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Feed the rush, but not actually. Feed. Well, the now rush. everyone's drinking those the bangs. 
Bang. Yeah, look up Bang. There's so many energy drinks. Like, there's like oh, five there a lot billion energy people, drinks. People like these because there's no food, co- there's like no coloring or anything. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah they, like, this is good for me it. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bang coloring also has 300 milligrams. 300 milligrams, Whoa. yeah. Mm, I worked uh, I worked at a, um, uh, on the grounds for like a, a music festival, and I did drink <laughs> a, a Bang um, like in the morning, and I was oh, God, good. God for like the next day mm-hmm. or two, or like, two. yeah was, <laughs> i'm like sleeping with my eyes open they're verified like, gluten-free and vegan friendly though oh well that's all that matters so, then yeah. you don't have any that food color yeah, there, that... there's no uh, there's no wheat floating around in your drink so. is there any proof that food coloring ever killed anyone or is that just a, a speculation scientifically i don't think they could ever... kill jeffrey epstein jeffrey epstein yes that it was he had a, he had a bang yellow was, number seven <laughs> the yellow number seven got him that was the end of him man yeah getting too jacked on caffeine probably not the greatest idea in the world but it's happened before yeah it's happened before so timmy yes sir joel call a man 300 that's all we get to i never you. tried one i i just i never did either I, and it, I think it came out when I was a teenager. It's, it seems to be the sort of thing I would have tried, but I never did. I'm glad. Let's I might not here. be here still. Launched in 85. Oh, yeah. so yeah, um, right the year before I started at KQ. So yeah, that's that's a, that was that long ago? Jesus. Yeah. 35 years ago. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So... so have you caught any movies lately, Tom? I still have not seen Most Wanted. I want to see it because I think the world of jo- Josh Hartnett has always been such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he Every time I talk to him, he goes, man, I'll never forget being a little kid listening to you. I'm like, shut up. a <laughs> <laughs> little kid. Be quiet. I t- no, Tim, I saw, I saw Radioactive a couple nights ago. I, I wasn't blown away by it, but it was a pretty good movie. I know that it's, you saw it, but I haven't heard your review. What did you think? I, I thought it was really good, too. I mean... You know, I uh, for those obviously that don't know, I'm not a science about, guy. Uh, Marie Curie. Uh, oh yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, her husband I'm not a science it. guy, but you know, I, I, look, anytime you can learn something, and of course, not surprisingly, they try <laughs> the males in in the in the uh, labs and all that. They tried to screw her over and take all the credit. Yeah. And, oh yeah. You know, so she was a tough cookie, though, man. I never. I didn't know she was Polish. I you know she took marie that wasn't her her actual name it was it was i learned a lot of stuff marie, but it was, but just, it was her real name. well it was maria but you know so marie curie was maria curie but no no, no it was maria <coughs> solomea sklodowska yeah which is much Bilsky. more much more, Polish. 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 Yeah. It's Bilsky's sister. right quite a bit of polishness in that Bilsky. name you know what we should do we should call <laughs> your dad and have him on as a guest he lose his mind I think it'd be phenomenal. I wonder if he'd be around. Uh, last time I checked, he was working on the backyard. So maybe no, he had his headphones in. Well, you should. You have to. You don't want to. Get... Might hear a weed eater at the in the background. Yeah, <laughs> like he's. Do- yeah, we're not believing that. I kid you not. I kid you not. This he he. We just moved um, down a little bit, like a mile away, and he take. He is outside more than he's inside. He's taking he loves care that of this one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's every week he's like, "What do you think about doing this in the backyard?" I'm like, "I'm like, it looks like a clusterfuck at this point." What do you, you know, it's a good thing that your father and my wife didn't get married because they'd be in the backyard spending about a hundred G's a month. That's all she ever. I was like, "Oh, we got to do this, and then we got to do that." She wanted to put a little water feature at the in the backyard. 
My dad has a little fountain, a little, little thing that's yeah. like it goes back and forth, the water. Yeah, this and was like uh, 50 Gs to start. Oh like, nah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so basically it's frozen over seven months of the right. year. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think we'll be doing it. Let's put like a couple of steps in there or something. That'd be good. <laughs> a couple of slate steps. God. Hey, uh, Doug, you got to tell the, the, the guys about how kind the French people were to the Polish people, because I'm a Polak myself, so I can say Polak. But uh, they didn't take too kindly to old Marie for being uh, Polish. Well, it, no, it didn't really come out until time. she had the, the affair after her husband died, right? That's what kind right, of set, right. the, set the frogs off, so to speak. Well, wait a minute. If her husband died, it's not an affair. Well, the other well, guy was the married. Guy the was other, married. Oh, the, the other, other guy, guy was married. Was married. Yeah, he was yeah. estranged from his wife, but he was still married, so... Archie Bunker, you dumb Polak. It'd be phenomenal. And she was played by, I can't remember the actress's name, but she's uh, in the IT crowd, one of my favorite sitcoms. She was Jen. You remember that? Oh, is Rosamund, that who that is? Rosamund Pike is her name. Yeah. She's yeah. Just, Rosamund she's, Pike? Have you ever seen Rosamund. IT Rosamund? What? Yeah, have you ever seen the IT Gone Girl. I love that show. That's phenomenal. I've not seen it in years, but I loved yeah. it. I thought it was well. That woman that's on that show is fantastic. Yeah, that's, her, that's, that's her. what we're talking about. She plays, oh, that's her. Okay, okay. She plays the yeah, estranged great. wife of the gal, the guy that Marie Curie has an affair with. Rosamund Pike plays Marie Curie. Yeah, Rosamund Pike plays Marie. Yes. Yeah. I didn't we're know. I knew you were here. That's the same woman. Yeah. No. From IT crowd. No. Oh, it's not. What the hell are you guys talking about here? We're all if getting you get confused. radio, people is... never know what the hell they're talking about. Then. Yeah, I just want to point that we'll out. just make it up. We'll just make it up as you go along. Mickey Mantle no. was your dad. Yes, I forgot all about that. He probably was a lot of people's dad, <laughs> come to think of it. The woman on IT crowd was Catherine Parkinson, and she played Emma Jean de Fosse. Right. So her, I wonder where she was a small from. role. Her... Husband in the movie, ah, okay. they were estranged, and he had an affair with okay. Marie Curie after Pierre died. Anyway, go watch it. Radioactive. It's pretty good. Radioactive. Yeah, it's good. All right. I got to watch Most Wanted because Josh Hart and Jim Gaffigan stars in it, too. Another one of my favorite people. Did you find your poster? I didn't really look for it. Jim Gaffigan gives him a poster about, what, 20 years ago? About that. About 20 years ago, Gaffigan gives him a poster. It says, Andy, I'm glad to see you finally got out of prison. <laughs> Which, you know, and then he doesn't know where it is anymore. Dude, I'm sure it's, it's probably somewhere. worth millions. Gaffigan is one of the nicest guys ever born. Mm-hmm. Just a great guy. What a talent, man. He's the doing great so much part about this now. movie, he, he plays a bad guy. Yeah, he does. And that's what I heard. Slimy. Slimy. A slimy oh, bad Well, he's already a comedian, so that's pretty slimy. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that to all my friends. It's wonderful. And it really works for me. That's all I know. Okay, so Most Wanted, I know I wanted to... Uh, I'm definitely going to watch that over the weekend. Probably tomorrow night is when I'll watch Most Wanted. And then there was one other one you suggested I see. What well, there's actually a couple. Uh, the Outpost, which is with Eastwood's kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the true story. Well, he looks uh, just like his old man, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And then the like other one's him. Danny Trejo. The, uh, in oh, yeah, one. definitely. Another great guy. A lot of movies are with great guys. That's, that's nice to hear. There are well, some decent know, Hollywood people. Tom, when I was talking this morning, about, I didn't mention him, but he is a typical example. Uh, I reviewed a movie called The Secret, Dare to Dream, which The Secret is the book about the power right. of positive right. thinking. And if there is one guy that pulled himself from the depths of hell to being the best no a human being could be, it's no Danny doubt. Trejo. Yep, absolutely. I mean, what this guy gives back is incredible. And, and you'll see it all. You'll be moved by it. 
really you will by all this guy does that you don't hear about and that's the cool thing you might read about it once in a while but it's not like he has to tell you of all the good things he does he just no does exactly but he's a, he's a wonderful guy no doubt about it nobody will ever beat dante culpepper's record though you can tie <laughs> it but it? you can't beat it the only guy i've ever known that was born in prison oh really that's I didn't not know easy that. to do baby <laughs> that's not easy to get done yeah, apparently he was born in prison. That's amazing. Parking tickets? Yes, I'm sure that's what it was, exactly. Or locking was... your mom up for parking tickets. She was serving time for armed robbery. Armed yeah. ro- well, parking, oh, armed right. robbery, oh. what's the difference? You know. <laughs> you know. So that's one thing, Benji, on the show. If you get a producer like Andy, don't ever make anything up because he just goes, that's not true. It's not. He's, got the, he's got it right here. He's got everything on, his ha- on hand. All right, Timmy, well, thank you, sir. All right, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk with you uh, next week. Looking forward to it, Tim. Thanks a lot. See you guys. Yeah. Benji, stay another hour? Yeah. I can uh, Ryan Winkler is coming in. Right. What what city do you, your parents live so. in? Or Plymouth. In Plymouth. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, no, that, that wouldn't be his district. It's too far north. Well, let's find out. Hope he's here. Yeah, what the hell? Where, Ryan, get your ass in here. Let's go. Shake your ass. He's the one... Anyway, we'll take a break. Be right back. Benji's going to stay with us for the hour. Ryan Winkler, was he a state representative? Is that what he yeah, is? Yeah, he's the uh, House Majority Leader. Oh, that's right. He's the House Majority Leader. He's Sorry, Ryan, shot. if you're listening. Yeah, yeah big shot. We well, graduated from Harvard. Ooh, all of it. Anyway, we'll be back with hour two. Benji with us. Ryan Winkler with us. Doug Sprinthal. Car what, selling what secrets, baby. What more could baby. you want? We'll be Car right selling there. secrets, I said. Right up to this.